0: Hey everyone, this is Sunny Lamba and you are listening to authentic Me. Today I want to talk about how you can get into flow state so you can be creative and create the life you deserve but without hustling for 24 hours a day, how you can get all that done. And still have that family life balance and be able to spend time with your family. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Authentic Me podcast, where it is all about loving yourselves. Even when you feel imperfect and flawed, a place where you can be raw, real and authentic. And here's your hostess, self-image transformation coach and a die-hard feminist, Sunny Lamba. Do you ever feel that there is only 24 hours in a day? Then how come others get so much done while here I am struggling to get anything done? I had this struggle for a very long time until I really started tapping into my peak performance state. You've probably heard the term peak performance state or flow state. You know that time when you have no idea what's happening around you and you put your head down and you get everything done and you're so focused that you even forget to eat? Yes, that's called the flow state. And that's the state I have been trying to achieve without forgetting to eat <laughs> and we all tend to compare ourselves with others that how come they're getting all this done and i'm not and i'm not telling you that you got to compare yourself but what i'm saying is that there is ways where you can get more done by being in a flow state i am really really against the hustle culture you know how they say hustle 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 hustle, hustle. Um, sleep for four hours. No, that is not me. If you know me at all, I need my eight hours of sleep. I need to be able to meditate, go out for a walk, spend time with my family, but also build my business. So something that has helped me and I've been trying to get even better at it is getting into the peak performance state, getting into a flow state. And I'm sure you have probably thought about it. How can I get all this done in less number of hours? So let me get started on that. Um, There's going to be two parts to this video. First part is how do you get into a flow state? And then second part is how do you stay in that peak performance place, flow state? Tell me in the comments if this is something you struggle with. If you're always overwhelmed with the number of things you have to do and you feel like I wish I have more hours in my day. So if you resonate with that, let me know in the comments. Let's get started. How do you get into the flow state? There's two aspects to this, the mind aspect and the body aspect. Let's start with the mind aspect. So how do you get into the peak performance state? Number one is to get clarity. If you don't have clarity about what you want to get done today, Or what do you want to get done in next one year? Or what's your goal in next five years? Then it is very hard to achieve that peak performance state. Because even when you sit down to work on something, but in the mind, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Is this something I really want to do? What is my long-term goal? What am I trying to achieve? If you don't know that, if you do not see it clearly, you will not get into that performance, high performance state or flow state. So you got to have clarity on your goals. What is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you're working towards? So let's use an example of writing a book. If you want to write a book, but you have no clarity on what the title of your book is, what is it about? How are you going to get into flow state? You'll be like, okay, let me sit down. I'm going to start writing. And you'll sit there with your computer screen open and you don't know So you have to get clarity on what is your topic? What is this book about? What's your vision for the book? Who is this book serving? Who will be reading this book? What's the message you want to do? Once you have that clarity, now when you sit down to write, yes, you don't know what the chapters look like, but at least you have a vision. You have an audience. Then you can work on different chapters. What are the topics? So clarity is the first thing. Similarly, if you're creating a coaching program, If you're creating a business, if you don't know what your vision is, what is it that your business is going to do? Who is it going to serve? Then you will not be able to work on it. So that's the first one. Number two is, what is your motivation triggers? So you have to find what is it that helps you get motivated to get something done. So for me, meditation, going out in the nature, maybe walking. These are some of the things that motivate me. The biggest one for me is having my morning routine. The days I don't get through my morning routine, um, let's say something happened the night before or I didn't sleep well and I didn't wake up early. If I don't get my morning routine, that's my biggest demotivator. So my motivation trigger is my morning routine. So find out what is your motivation? What is it that triggers you to get into the work mode? right? Is it working out? Is it dancing? Is it listening to some kind of music? So that's the second one. Third one is look back in your story and see what have you achieved and then find those stories of achievement, stories of courage and put them somewhere where you can see them so that when you feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm not feeling motivated, Um, This is scary. You can read those stories, your own stories. What have you achieved in life? You can read that and say, oh, well, I achieved that. So I can achieve more. I can do more. So those stories of courage, you have to take time out to look back in your past and see what were the times when you achieved something big. You were scared, but you still achieved it. And that will be your story of courage. Write them somewhere they're visible. So when you're feeling demotivated or you're feeling scared or the fear is hitting you, you can read them. So that's number three. Number four is how uh, is your thinking? You have to get your thinking into that positive state. See, flow state or peak performance state is a creative state. To be creative, you have to be in a positive mindset. Work on your mindset that you are in that positive mindset. Maybe affirmations work for you. They work for me all the time. When I say out my affirmations loud, I am healthy, I am strong, I am consistent, I'm courageous, I show up in spite of my fears. My affirmations help me get my mind into that positive state and it gets easy to get into a positive peak performance flow state where I can get something done and I can achieve a lot more. Number four is avoiding boredom. So there are two parts to this. On one hand, I want to tell you that it's good to be bored sometimes. And what I mean by that is, it's a different topic. Don't always be busy with your devices, the TV, phone, always scrolling. Don't always be doing that. Sometimes give your mind a break and just sit. Just be bored. Sit with your thoughts. But on the other hand is avoiding boredom. So what I mean by that is, when you get bored, instead of putting on TV or scrolling on Instagram, scrolling, scrolling on Facebook, instead of that, do something active like going for a walk out in the nature, maybe reading because that is healthy boredom. So when you avoid that boring boredom, which drains your energy and takes everything out of you or that boredom, which leads you to the fridge. Or to the pantry to find a sugary snack that will lower your peak performance. So you don't want to get into that boredom. Get bored, but then do something active at that time. And active means instead of just sitting on your couch and scrolling, you want to get up. Maybe do add some movement. Maybe eat something healthy. Maybe go for a walk. Maybe listen to music. When you avoid that boredom, it will help you get into a Uh, more energetic state. And then the last one, I love this one. I just learned about it and I I have been implementing it and it really helps. It is curiosity. So what do I mean by that? When you're working on something, leave an open loop. So we're going to use that same example of writing a book. You want to write a book. So you finished one part, start the next part. So let's say you're writing for one hour every day. You're in peak performance state. At the end of the one hour, you finished, let's say, one topic. Start a new topic. Write three or four lines about that new topic and then leave it. What happens is your mind does not like leaving open loops. It wants to close that. So now that you left it in the middle, your mind is going, oh, I got to go finish that. I got to go finish that. And it gets easy to come back to it. You're really like looking forward to coming back to it. I started doing that with my podcast. When I have to edit my podcast, sometimes I'm not in the mood. So what I do is I open it and at least hit play and listen to the first 30 seconds, 45 seconds, one minute and edit that part. There's not that much editing to do in that first one minute, but I started that way. Now it's open on my computer and back of my mind, I have left something half done and my mind wants to finish it. So then I want to come back to it. So those are the five ways you can get into peak performance state. So number one was um, um, getting clarity. Number two was what, what motivates you, your motivational triggers, find out your triggers. Number three is finding your stories of courage. What have you done in the past? And that's something which helps you then go through fear. Next one is to be in a positive state, positive thinking, affirmations. Number five is avoiding boredom, avoiding doing things that drain your energy. And the last one is leaving an open loop leave something that you're working on half midway so that you're looking forward to coming back to it now that you are in a peak performance state, how do you stay there you got to work about that too because you get into the peak performance stage but then if you are not staying there for longer if you're just like five minutes and then you're getting distracted or something you got to find ways to stay in that peak performance state So number one, the most important one is avoiding distractions. So I was working on something right before this live and I left my phone downstairs. My office is upstairs. I left my phone downstairs because that ensures that I stay in that flow state. No messages, no beeping, no nothing popping up on my phone screen. I leave my phone in the other state, other room, not other state. I used to say that my phone doesn't disturb me because I have all my notifications off, which is a good thing. Amazing. You have your phone on the table, all the notifications are off. But what I found is that our brain, the way it works is that if the phone is here, even though there is no notifications, as you're writing that book, as you're working on whatever you're working on, and you get stuck. There's an automated response to look for something to distract you so that you don't feel that uncomfortable place where you're stuck. You don't know what to write next. You're building your business. You're reaching out to some clients. You're working on a project launch and you kind of feel like, I don't know what to do next. And you're in that uncomfortable state. Your brain wants to keep you happy and safe and secure. So your brain is going to look for some way to distract you. So, if your phone is sitting right here, even though there are no note distractions, you will pick it up, and then you'll get distracted because you'll start scrolling, right? So, it's better to put your phone and all other distractions in a different room. If you're working in a job, same thing. You're working on some project, you're in that flow state, but someone stops by your desk, starts talking to you, get distracted, you come back, you just don't get into that same flow state again. So, it's good to put a note. I'm working on something, do not disturb, put a note on your table, on your door so that no one disturbs you and you stay in that. So that's the most important one, removing distractions. The next one is your environment. So once you are in that peak performance state and you're able to do that on a consistent basis, you have to ensure what is your environment looks like. Is there something that distracts you? What is your optimal working environment? And when I say environment, there are many things in it. People you surround yourself with. So are those people uplifting you or are they putting you down? That is very important. What's your relationships like? Your family, do they know that mama is working on something? You can't bother her or my wife is working on something or my husband is busy. I cannot distract them. They help you grow or your colleagues at work. Do they know what is your working style? Number two is the things that you surround yourself with. If there's clutter and that bothers you, clean it up. If there's a music that helps you put on the music or if music distracts you, then remove the music. I love looking at flowers. So I always pick some flowers from my garden outside and I put them here because they help me stay in that positive state and focus. So do that if that is something that helps you. So your environment, what can you change in your environment? How's the temperature? Maybe sometimes working outside in this beautiful summer weather, maybe working outside is something that works for you, for your environment. Next one is non-negotiables. So what are the things that is going to happen no matter what? You put it in your calendar. So when I started my podcast, Every week, I was struggling to record it. Friday would roll by and I wouldn't have recorded it. My podcast new episode comes every Tuesday. And if I don't have it recorded by Friday, weekends are busy with family, then I'm recording on Monday and editing on Monday. And what if something happens on Monday? So it's better to have it recorded in advance. And even though I kept saying that I want to do this, it just didn't happen. So what I did, I put it in my calendar for Wednesday. Tuesday my episode comes out, Tuesday is busy, promotions and all for the podcast episode. Wednesday, the very next day, I put an hour in my calendar. It takes me about 20 minutes to record a podcast. But now that it is in my calendar and my calendar reminds me, I started working on it and it was non-negotiable. No matter what happens, Wednesday afternoon from 12 to 1 p.m., I will be working on my podcast So what ended up happening now that because it takes me about 20 minutes, I would sometimes record two episodes and the next Wednesday rolls up and I'd be like, oh, I already have two podcast episodes, but it is non-negotiable. Wednesday 12 to 1 is podcast time. If I already have two recorded, maybe I can do research in that time. Maybe I can be editing one of the podcast episodes, which was already recorded. Maybe I'm reaching out to guests, but that is the time that is dedicated to my podcast. No matter what happens, I'll be doing that. So what is your non-negotiable? You're writing a book. What is the time? Every day from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. or from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. I will be writing no matter what. No phone calls, no meetings, nothing. That's my writing time. So make sure that you have that. And use your technology. Use your calendar, right? Use reminders. Use notifications that can remind you to do things. Next one is, what is it that you're doing to change your environment in your body. So we talked about the external environment, but what is it that you're going to change in your body? So moving, I talked about it before, going for a walk. Movement, some kind of physical activity which releases tension and puts that energy, like raises your vibration, high energy, some kind of physical activity. What foods are making you lethargic and what foods actually give you energy? So I find when I eat a heavy Indian meal, I don't want to work. My mind is just not functioning properly. Let me ask you a question. Think of the last Thanksgiving meal or a Christmas dinner. Remember all that food you ate? All those carbs and fat and sugar. What did you want to do after eating that Thanksgiving dinner? Did you want to go for a bike ride? Did you want to walk? Or did you just want to sit on the couch, put your feet up? and watch TV or talk to them. Yes, you get it, right? That heavy meal, those fats and carbs and sugary stuff is something that will drain your energy. So how can you change your body? Eat foods that actually increase the energy in your body instead of decreasing it. So that's another thing. So how are you going to optimize your body to stay in that peak performance state? Another thing, taking breaks lot of times we get out of peak performance state because we get exhausted. So don't work on something for too long. Let's say you said every day I'm going to be writing my book, since that's the example we're using today, for two hours. But after 40 minutes or so, you're kind of like stuck. You don't know what to write. Just not feeling motivated. Your brain is not working. You're not feeling creative. Get up. Do something else. Go for a run, quick run, maybe just jog in in your office at the place, maybe put some music on and dance and then come back. Because when you push through that place and you're like, no, I said two hours, I'm going to do two hours, you're not going to be creative. So take a break. So important to recharge. And the last one is having challenging goals. So what you're doing, if that is not challenging enough, if it is too easy, you will get distracted. And if it is too challenging, too hard, you have no idea how to do it, you will get distracted and you will not feel motivated to do it. So to stay in that peak performance, state, you got to find the balance. Shouldn't be too easy. Shouldn't be too difficult. If it is too difficult, learn. Get some training. Figure out how. Ask Google. Join a program. Find a book on that topic. Read the book. Uh, listen to a podcast. But learn about it. So basically... Elevate your skill set so that you're not doing things which are very easy and you're bored because then you will not be in peak performance state, but you don't want to do things which are very difficult and you are scared. And if it is very difficult, I'm always going to suggest you to go to the most difficult thing to do, but elevate your skill set, learn how to do it so that you're not stuck and frozen in fear. So those are some of the things I wanted to talk about. We talked about how do you get into peak performance state. I already recapped that. And then how do you stay in the peak performance state? Let me recap that. Number one, avoid distractions, phone calls, people, everyone. Number two, your environment. In your environment, who are the people? Are those people supporting your goals? Do they understand what you want to do? Number two, what non-negotiables. Put the time in your calendar. This has to happen no matter what. Number three, how are you going to change your body? What in your body needs to change to stay in that energetic flow state? Number four or five is having challenging goals. Just just enough challenging that you can keep going. I hope that helps you. If you have any questions, send me a message. Also, I am planning to do a masterclass on how to be a confident you. If you want to join the masterclass, I think you should. I think it will help every single person. We can all use more confidence. I can use more confidence. And when I talk about confidence, I'm not talking about just showing up and talking. I am talking about being confident in, in building that business, believing in yourself, being confident in going to that next level, being confident in showing up in spite of your fears, putting yourself out there, launching that business, launching that product. That's the confidence I'm talking about. So I know we all need that. I'm going to be doing a masterclass very soon coming up. So leave me a comment if you're interested in the masterclass so that we can, I can send you a reminder when it's ready. And on that note, this is Sunny signing off. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay Flothantic. Thank you for listening to the Flothantic Me podcast. Did you relate to something or had an aha moment? I would love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me on Instagram at Sunny underscore lamba. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media or just send it to your friends. Just a reminder that every episode of Me has its own page on www. It's one place where you can find all your favorite episodes along with episode notes and the resources that I share here. You can also sign up for a newsletter so that you can get weekly tips and tools. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay Flauthentic!